Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the, um, the Little Black Couch. I'm trying to do this a little differently today. This is my son's GoPro camera. I don't know if it will work, but we're going to try it. We're going to try it anyway. This is my, I guess we'll have to figure out which one's best. So this is just my normal camera, and this is my Hero 4 from my son. And it runs on battery too, which is sometimes a problem. And it looks like there's a little lighting issue with it, right? So I'm not, what if I turned on a light? That would be better. Uh, boom. Is that better? A little bit? I don't know. We'll see. So anyway, so let's get started. Lots to talk to, lots to talk about today for sure. And, um, and I'm trying to actually bring up some, some interesting stuff. So we'll see if we can't get that going. In the meantime, let's, uh, let's see, is that, is that working right? We're here, right? Yeah, okay. So in the meantime, let's get started with a little intro. Welcome back. Hey, I just wanted to hope you had a great weekend. I definitely did. We um, have been watching our nephew for the weekend, and I'm just going to bring up a little. This is what essentially our entire our entire weekend has been. It's been crazy, but it's been a lot of fun. It is always awesome to have. It is always to have, awesome to have a little guy around because it reminds you of a lot of things. And I'm going to bring up just this little video here. I always do that to a Nick's thing. So, so here's a little video I grabbed of, of little baby Connor there. Yeah. What's that? Right. So this is uh, we've got so we've got pillows. So I, I don't like to hang TVs. I don't like to hang TVs on the wall because it's ridiculous. And when we moved out of our last house, it's it was horrible. So we have these little TV carts, and then I'll put our TVs up on the cart. So he's looking at the TV there, and I, to me, I this is just how does that happen, right? How I mean, how does right? Bomb. How does that? Does everybody's? I mean, my back literally screams. I would be in the emergency room after something like that. And it goes to, it's, it's incredible because when we talk about little kids and how they learn, I mean, he literally, he literally falls probably 70 times an hour. I mean, he is going down constantly. He's 14 months. He's just learning to walk. But it's, again, it's, it's really sort of an interesting idea as to how we treat these young people and how every little thing he does, we get excited and pumped about. I mean, how can you not be totally excited and loving, right, being raised that way? I can't, I don't know if I can do this. I'm gonna, I think I'm just gonna go back here. Is that, is that all right with everybody? Cause this, oh, wait a minute, that's, that was there, this is there. Is that right? Was I looking at the wrong camera the whole time instead of here? It's different, right? Oh, geez. Anyway, so I wanted today to um, welcome a new sort of uh, an, a, a new sponsor, essentially, to the show. I'm going to go ahead and bring this in. So this here, the Institute of Entrepreneurial Perception, is uh, now uh, sponsoring the show. A little story about this. So over the weekend, I was I was talking with a good buddy of mine, and um, he mentioned to me that he wished that he had permission to kind of go out there and do whatever he wanted. And I'm like, dude, I'll give you permission. I mean, heck, I got a, you know, what do you need? I'll give you whatever permission you want here. I'm happy to help. And so 
we kind of joked about it and texted a little bit. And so I went out and created him a, uh, I went out and created a, a certificate for him. And I'm going to bring it up just because I can. But it was a sort of a funny kind of thing. Let me see if I can bring it up here. There it is there. And I'll throw it down. Uh, let's see. What's the easiest way to do this? Let me pull it up on the screen here. But so I created him a certificate and sent it to him. And we, we laughed pretty hard at it. We thought it was pretty funny. Um, but it seemed to be, it seemed to work, right? I mean, it seemed to be something that he could kind of understand and get. And so I'm like, you know what? That's probably not a bad thing to do. So what I did was I went out and created a page. I went to the face. I went to the Facebook page of this little group that we're in, and I um, and I created essentially a funnel, a really quick little uh, application funnel where you could go and and try to get yourself one of these, you know, one of one of these. Um, certificates. And uh, I'll go ahead and let's see if I can do this here. I'll bring Nate's up on here just so we, everybody can see it real quick. And then I'll bring up that page real fast. It's a MacBook Pro Live, right? Uh, hmm. That's not what we want. There. Okay. So this is essentially the certificate then that I sent Nate. Um, my good buddy Nate, and said, hey, okay, there you go, bud. There's all the permission you need. Um, uh, there you go. So it says, you know, it says here, uh, be, it known to the, be it known that the person named above has officially been awarded, the, awarded unlimited permission with all the rights, privileges thereunto appertaining to unapologetically unapo go out and crush it, pursuing dreams, feed their passion, live their lives on their own terms in any entrepreneurial opportunity they deem impactful. In witness thereof, this certificate has been duly signed. The seal is affixed and is recorded for all eternity. Approved by the Board of Trustees upon recommendation of the IEP staff, given this 20th day of July, 2019. Okay, so I sent that off to him and um, we had a good laugh about it. It was, it was fun, but I felt good that it was giving him something and uh, we joked about it. So I actually went to a Facebook page, threw it up on a Facebook page um, in a group that we were in and just kind of mentioned, and he's in that same group with me. So I kind of mentioned what I was doing and that I gave him the certificate and I threw it up on there. Well, um, a lot of folks joined in after that and wanted, um, wanted their version of, of the certificate. So I went out and created a bunch of these certificates and then when it got crazy, I thought, okay, this is, this is getting insane. So I threw up a, and I'm going to bring up the uh, page again. So I threw up this page and uh, I don't know why this does that. And hopefully you can't see that. So I brought up this page here. I created this page and essentially all it is, is a website. <laughs> and all of this up here is totally fake. You can't click on anything, but essentially it says, hey, uh, start today, um, obtain your certificate of limited permission today, never need to ask for permission again, start today, you have amazing ideas, you have solutions, the world needs, you know you have something special and we need you, but you may also feel something is holding you back and aren't quite sure what it is. We get it. Some of us are simply waiting for permission. Permission is from our spouses, permission from our spouses, our family, our friends, the public, the universe, and maybe even ourselves. Well, no longer. The Institute of Entrepreneurial Permission was founded to provide the universal and limitless permission. We all need to simply light the world on fire. So anyway, so you can now go in and put in your name here and put in your email address. So, and, and go ahead and submit it. And, we're happy to announce that we have accreditation and professional memberships from the IGFPP, which is the uh, Intergalactic Foundation of Permission Providers. And they have a pretty cool seal there. And then we've also got, we're members of, um, of the, STARS, the Stars and Planets Consortium of Humanoid Forms and Attitudes, which I think is an important. And then everybody who requested a certificate, boom, we went ahead and put them on the honoring, honoring the graduating class of of that actually, and I changed the wording there. Let me see if it updated properly. Yeah, certificate of unlimited permission recipients. And so I've listed them all there. So if any of you watching this would like to uh, get your own certificate 
of unlimited, unlimited permission, then feel free to go ahead and join there. So that's at uh, the Institute of Entrepreneurial Permission .com. You can get your own free certificate there. So please join us with that. But I wanted to get in really quickly to our message and I'll bring in, we have solved the problem of the little black couch. He now has his own webcam. We will not be messing with the phone or anything else anymore. This is, um, this is our buddy right here. And um, there it is, there's our, there's, our, um, there, there's our new sponsor, the Institute of Entrepreneurial Permission. You can find us there online, uh, or them online. No, it's me. It's actually me. So, but yeah, so this was kind of um, uh, buddy, and we've talked about it today. I went out on Friday and talked about the difference between joy and happiness, and a lot of that is wrapped up in these, these little uh, emojis, and I wanted to talk about that today as an important part of being an entrepreneur. And this one is that really dear to my heart. This one's really important to me. And it's really important, I think, to all of us as entrepreneurs because sometimes we believe and we get caught up in this, this idea that if we don't, that if we don't accomplish our goals, and let me see if I can bring this up, if we don't accomplish our goals, then somehow or another, we're not going to find happiness. Or some of us believe if we do um, find our goals and, and get to our goals, that that will be what brings us the, um, that's what will bring us happiness. And I'll bring up my Instagram page really quickly here again. I know that we've done a lot on the screen, but I love this quote and I put it up over the weekend and it was sort of the impetus behind this live. And that is, and this is from Jim Carrey. And Jim Carrey is a, I would consider him to be a tortured soul almost, right? You watch his movies and like Dumb and Dumber and stuff. And I know it's completely inappropriate, but some of his stuff is just very, very funny. Um, you know, when he can't say, when he has to say yes, I think, or yeah, that's a funny one. Um, when he has to tell the truth, that's funny. Anyway, he's had some really funny shows. Mask is one that, that we've watched and Pet Detective, right? I mean, he's just got some funny stuff out there. And obviously by reading this, and it says, I think everybody should get rich and famous and do everything they've ever dreamed so they can see that it's not the answer. And that is, wow, that is so telling from Jim Carrey. You look at Jim Carrey and a lot of us do this. We'll look at Jim Carrey and think, look, this guy went out, made things happen. He became a comic. He was on that, you know, that silly little um, skit show with the Wayan with the Wayan brothers, right? With the Wayan brothers, yeah. What is that called? And they had like the dancers and whatever. Anyway, he was on that show and he was he was arguably the funniest guy in the show. Then he goes out and starts a movie career and does an amazing job and becomes world famous, right? I mean, he's got money, he's got wealth, he's got fame, he's got everything here. He says he should get rich and famous and do everything they've ever dreamed of so they can see that it's not the answer. And a lot of us out there, especially as entrepreneurs, we get caught up in this idea that, hey, if we have a great idea or a great product or a great service, and we throw that out to the world and people love it, that we will find a great deal of happiness there. We will find joy there. And that brings us into this discussion of what is joy and what is happiness? And what's the difference between the two? I had the opportunity to jump on, just kind of listen into one of these, um, I guess they're called masterminds. And I, I have a hard time with that term. I'm getting to understand it a little bit more of what a mastermind is where people get together and, and uh, I was invited to one recently that I couldn't attend. But this whole concept of mastermind and getting together and sharing thoughts, I've been part of a mastery program in golf for about 12 years, it turns out. And I actually got to interview for my podcast, my golf podcast, my mentor this morning which is um, a dream come true. So that was completely fun and awesome. But I learned so much from him and this idea of, of mastery, of trying to master a skill or, um, yeah, a skill, really. And in this particular case, it was golf, but we've used that, this idea of mastery and we've applied it to other things. And so I now understand that this mastermind thing is this idea of getting together with like-minded or evenly differently-minded folks that are 
looking to do something great and different and then kind of seeing what they talk about and what we're all about, right? And try to figure it out that way. So I get the concept, but I, I, I was having kind of a, this, a hard time with it. And I got, I listened into a mastermind that was on Friday and one of the individuals, excuse me real quick. One of the individuals on this mastermind was discussing joy which I, I always find that interesting because joy is definitely a pursuit of my life. I want to find joy and I want to also have happiness, but they're different and they've always been different in my mind and I've always pursued them differently. But this particular gentleman, as he was talking, it became very clear to me that he, he was talking about finding joy in the journey and being joyful and doing a lot of stuff, but his formula was totally messed up. He's, he's, a young, he's a young guy, and I realize he probably just hasn't had a lot of time to, um, to live, <laughs> and so he's not necessarily getting into it. But joy and happiness are very, very different, and we cannot find them necessarily in the way the world teaches us we can find them in. And that's, and that's what this Jim Carrey is basically telling us and teaching us here. And, and I'm grateful to him. Because he, um, I worry about him, and, and we actually, I actually exchanged um, <clears throat> a text with with uh, a friend, uh, Janine, about that she's you know kind of worried about him, you know, hope that it's not one of these stars that overdoses and and takes their own life type situation. But it happens way too often, and it's because these these poor tortured souls are out there trying to find joy and happiness, and it's not out there to find. It has to be, it has to be created. It doesn't just happen. You don't just accomplish a goal and find joy and happiness. That's not where they are. You can't find them there. Um, going out and changing the world with one great new invention and all of this great stuff is very fun and it can provide some happiness and it can provide some fun, but it will not give you joy and it will not give you happiness. Um, it may give you a, a little hit of dopamine and you might feel good for a day or two but you will be tragically disappointed if you are putting all your eggs in that basket. So it's about learning to find joy and happiness in the everyday, in our everyday lives and what we're trying to accomplish, right? And it goes back to this thing that I, I keep hitting on this, this idea of effort. And, and being with this little Connor this weekend and everybody, I mean, everybody gets to see baby Connor again. So this little boy, is happy all the time. The only time he gets down is when we stick him in bed. But he is constantly investigating, he's always interested, he's looking around, he smiles a ton, he falls down all the time, and he just gets back up, and he never stops. Just like I said, he just keeps going. He's the Energizer Bunny times 10, and my wife has already texted me today about everything that he's done and everything that they're doing to try to stay on top of stuff but he never slows down. And it was amazing me to again have, our kids are basically grown, our baby is 14, she's off a, you know, basically a, a, a church camp and gets back Thursday, we're looking forward to having her back. Um, actually got travel plans for my oldest son, he gets back September 17th, we haven't seen him in two years, so that's exciting. But having this, this time now with this little one, this toddler, he's 14 months old, the encouragement that we give him is non-stop. This little boy can do no wrong. He messes his pants, we're totally cool with it. He eats this, doesn't eat that, throws that on the floor, fine, we're okay. We love him unconditionally, he can do no wrong. Uh, he threw up in our bed yesterday, totally cool. Uh, we washed the sheets, my wife did, I was actually at church uh, taking care of some business there. She washed the sheets. Um, he um, loves Nilla wafers, we determined, but one of them must have slipped out of his mouth and they kind of disintegrate in your mouth. Got ground in our bed, it was completely disgusting. But we just cleaned it up and went with it. Not one time have we gotten on him for anything. He's been screaming a little bit and I've been telling him to kind of, you know, we've got folks we need to be careful of. But that's it, I mean, there's nothing he can do wrong. It is constant encouragement. We tell him great job for any little effort. He wanders around and falls down and we cheer him for that. He is getting so much encouragement for every little piece of effort 
that the kid is smiling ear to ear all the time. And what an amazing way to live with encouragement, with uh, being awarded for every little effort. And that's how we were brought up and we forget it. Somewhere along the line, our, our son Kedrick was there helping us. And again, it took three of us to try to keep up with this little guy. And Kedrick is uh, just the nicest boy. He jumped in and helped us as well. He's 18, um, so good with the boy, but, but so good with Connor. But, but we interact with Kedrick. If Kedrick was throwing stuff on the floor and doing whatever, he knows better. And that changes our, once we figure out somebody knows better, somehow or another we quit giving them encouragement and praising them for their effort. And that's not necessarily wrong, but it's not the way we were brought up and it's not the way we learned. And I think sometimes we as individuals forget that when we get into entrepreneurship. So what I wanted to do is kind of, let's try to break down happiness and joy a little bit and try to understand the differences of them and where they come from so we're not so horribly disappointed when we get to the end of a road of a goal, right? One of the 8% of the goals that we actually do fulfill that we don't get there and realize that we're unhappy because the, the joy that we were trying to find in accomplishing something doesn't turn up. So I'm going to, I'm going to switch really quick to the iPad. Let me see here how I do that. Is it, I think that it's, is it this one here? Uh oh, no, there. Okay, we got it. So hopefully everybody can see this, this, um, this iPad. It looks like it's on the screen and doing okay. Um, so I don't know if I should do, if I should do this or not. Um, should I? No, I'll just leave it there. Okay. Okay, so folks, so I'm gonna do some things here that I hope that you're okay with. This is, I'm going to start doing some sketches and and I will do, let me see if this works. So here is, here is the amount. Oops, it didn't work. Amount, amount there, can you see that? Okay, and here is time. It doesn't like it unless I'm inside there. And here is time. Okay, so I'm going to draw basically a graph. And I'm sorry, we economists kind of do this a lot, but this is, and I'm going to do, so you've got red, let's make this um, joy. And I'm going to make pink happiness. Right? Okay. So hopefully in our lives, as we go through time, our, our joy will go like this. Okay. And again, I know that's overly simplistic, but let's just say that's what our joy does. That we figured out where joy comes from. We are focused on making sure that we are always, um, and, and joy here comes from, and the reason I did it in red is joy really comes from joy, lasting joy really comes from interactions that we have with other people. Um, it comes from a loving spouse and children. It comes from family members. It comes from, it can be people at work. It can be friends. It, it comes from these associations that are important where there's give and take. So there's give and there's take. Okay? That's the type of relationship. This is where joy comes from. Unfortunately, I found over the course of my life that joy, and I'm going to do this, uh, this is work. It doesn't matter what goes on with work, right? Work can go kind of up and down and kind of bad and whatever. That as long as this is good, I can still have joy that's independent of work. Okay, and, and that is truly, when I thought, and I'll get rid of, I used to think that work and joy had to be along the same line, and it's completely false. Work is not going to ever bring you joy, so get that out of your head right now, unless, unless you can start helping people. So if you can work here and somehow or another figure out a way to be passionate about it and enjoy it, then you can find some joy in your work. But if you're just working to accomplish some kind of a, like if you just have a goal up here and your idea is I am going to work 
and I am going to work, 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 and I'm going to work hard and hard and hard, and then I am going to get this goal and check it off, and then th that's when I'm going to find joy, that's, that will never happen. That is not how joy works. Reaching goals does not work that way. So this becomes a very important, um, this becomes a very important philosophy when it comes to work. Okay, so that's what I've learned. Now, my joy, I'm gonna go ahead and start. This is, this is going to be a little, I'm, actually, I, we need to leave that, happiness. This is going to be a little bit embarrassing, a little telling, okay, as to what's going on in my life. I, I, unfortunately for me, I had um, some joy. Um, that's not the right one. We're gonna go undone. So I, this is how my life has been, okay? I, I found, as a kid, I kind of went up, and let's say I was like, uh, what, five here? And uh, let's say, you know, and then I was 10, and then I'd say I was, uh, I got to my 30s here, and then my 40s, and now my 50s, okay? So my joy path has been something like this. It was, it was great, and I'm going to erase here. That's not. So my joy path was awesome as I started my life, right? And things were really, really good. It was on a steady kind of up, and I hit five, and things were still pretty good, and I hit to 10, and things were okay. And then I got into, let's put my 20s in here. Then I got into high school, and I didn't have a really great time at high school. I kind of struggled a little bit in high school, I had some good friends, but it was kind of okay. And then I started getting out and realizing that things were more important in life than that. Uh, but then, right, this here was kind of a Batsu place where I, I got divorced about in my early 20s and things dropped hideously and I was struggling. About right in here was about the low point in my life. When I, I had started I had had a, I graduated work and work was kind of like, so I didn't have to work there. So about when I was 20, I started working and working was kind of okay. And then work kind of, I got, you know, work was okay. And then it was all right. And then I got divorced and work kind of got down here and I tried a little bit harder. And then it, you know, work started like, oh, and then, oh, and then it, I, I got some things going and then work started going really, really well, super, super well. All through my 40s, all the way down, work was going well. And now work's kind of dropped off and I'm trying to figure some things out. Um, but I really enjoy what I, I really enjoy my work now. But as far as being, uh, you know, profitable, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm probably somewhere in there here at 52. And um, that's not great. I'm trying to relearn a bunch of stuff here, and that's part of this journey on the little black couch is I'm trying to learn a bunch of stuff here, and, and I think work will take off from here, and I've got a lot, of, a lot of cool projects working on. So that's sort of how work's going. Now, what does my joy do? Well, here at, here at 30 is where I met, I met Carol and got married, and we had our first kid. And then things started to get really, really good, and really, really good, and then, uh, you know, right here, I thought that with work kind of falling, things were good, 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 good. And here work fell, and I thought, well, now I, I can't be happy. I can't have any joy because work's starting to go down. And then something clicked in me like, what are you talking about? Work has nothing to do with anything. And I was able to pull it on up. And my joy level right now is, uh, it, I don't even know how to how to put it. I mean, my joy level is so far up here that it doesn't, this doesn't mean jack to me anymore. This has no effect on joy. Work is a joke when it comes to joy. And I've been fascinated by that process that somehow or another here, when I was killing it at work, my joy was, was not seemed to come up with it. And, and now that I've realized that my relationships and everything have developed, to a point where I, I've separated joy and work, joy now can grow like crazy, irregardless of what happens, regardless, excuse me, I hate irregardless, regardless of what happens at work, I have got unbelievable joy. And they are completely separate. I can have a rotten day at work, but I know that by the time I get home, 
I can think about those relationships and those people that I love, and I know that they need me to be in a good place when I get home, that I can bring the mood down at home, which is, which is sad. I need everybody at home to, to buy into this as well. But I need to walk in that door um, feeling wonderful, and I can because those relationships and those people love me unconditionally, and that's where joy comes from. It does not come from work. It does not come from accomplishments. It does not come from college degrees. It does not come from any of those places. And the sooner we get to a point where we realize that happiness and joy doesn't come from that, the better off we are. So joy is something that then becomes, let's bring back up our little iPad here. So joy becomes something that is completely separate. Can I just do a new one? A new sketch. Boom, okay, yeah, just how cool is this? I'm learning on the fly. Okay, so we're gonna go again. We're gonna go time, and then we're going to do amount is right here, right? We're gonna do amount here. Okay, time and amount. So my joy now has gone, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's, and it's, it's ongoing, it's going like crazy. But here's the cool thing about joy. Joy does not, tend to get bumped very often. Joy is something that remains very steady, okay? True joy. When you have those relationships, um, when you have relationships with people and there's give and take there and it's real and you're, you can be present with this person and real with this person and you trust this person and you have no secrets between this person, my wife and I have no secrets. And uh, as an entrepreneur, I need that. That's the only place I need to have some person that makes me feel safe um, in order for me to, feel, to be super creative. And we've talked about that a lot. But in order for us to be super creative, we have to feel safe. My wife provides that for me. She's unbelievable. Um, she's my favorite person on earth, and she's my biggest fan, and I'm hers. And we probably, I should make a certificate, right? Because those seem to go over well. Okay, so back to this. But what I've learned is, Joy becomes the basis of happiness. So you can be unhappy and happy, but happy runs, happiness runs like this. So as you find more joy, I wish I could do my thing in here. No, I just want that one. I'll just get rid of that one, and that one, and that one, there, and wow. Oh dear, that's not what you want. Let's get rid of that one too. All right, sorry about this, on the fly. There we go, cool. Okay, so here's the cool thing about happiness and joy. The more joy that you're able to find and bring into your life by sharing with customers, with clients, with people you love, with family members, whatever it is, the more joy you're able to build in your life, the more happiness you will feel and, and the less down you can get. Because happiness is attached to joy. It interacts with it. But that's, it doesn't, it can only go so low because it's attached to joy. So you can have some, and I'm, I'm basically using this pink line as, these are like super, super happy times and this is where you're maybe not had a bad day but you can see that you can't get down into this area anymore because true joy prevents it from getting too low. And when we are getting down into these areas where we're not feeling any joy and it's really, really super low, then that just means that our joy has allowed us to get that low. And that means that we've got a problem with some relationships and we need to work on those. Um, because technically, if joy's up here, Getting down here, I'm sorry, getting down here with, uh, with happiness isn't, uh, isn't really possible. And then when, a, when good things happen at work and they provide little shots of happiness, it can only come in here. Work can only bother you this much when joy's here. Um, disappointments with work, with, with anything else, can only be so low when joy is in place. And I, I wish... I wish so much that I would have learned this earlier. Now, it's been about, Carol's helped me a lot. Uh, my first uh, marriage relationship sucked. 
I didn't learn a whole lot of there. I didn't learn a whole lot about relationships or happiness or joy in that relationship because it was a disaster from the get-go. Um, we were both very, really selfish and looking at our own things. And, and I, when we do that in entrepreneurship, it's going to have the same result. You cannot become joyful if you're not worried about others, if you're not getting out of yourself. So this idea that you can somehow or another um, create success for yourself without helping others and then finding and find joy in that is impossible. You can't do it. It's impossible. I tried it for a number of years as an entrepreneur. I was just trying to reach my goals and reach certain cell totals. I was trying to get to the first million, the second million. We wanted to, you know, we wanted to get a million bucks a year, two million bucks a year, five million bucks a year. We were trying to hit all these milestones. And, and as we were knocking them off, it was shocking to me that my level of happiness and joy was not growing. And it's because I put so much into that part of my life that I wasn't worrying on the part of my life where, where joy's from, right? Where, yeah, where joy's from. I was spending too much time in, in work. And if you're trying to find happiness and joy in work, you're never going to go anywhere. It's just going to hang out there low. And, and if you're there and you're not working on joy, Joey's going to parallel that and work can't bring that up. But if you go joy up here, that can bring, that can bring your work up on this line. And then you can only be so down and, and it allows you to be uh, much happier in your work. It allows you to find happiness in just about everything. Overall happiness, just general happiness can be, well, can be above that. So I, I guess you could look at joy as sort of what everything's tethered to. And that joy is built on love, on loving the people around you, really serving the people that you are. And, and that's where passion and entrepreneurship comes from. If you really are passionate about what you're doing, it's because you know that what you're doing will help people and you'll make people's lives better and you can have that relationship with those people that you're serving and if that's the case then then joy will be part of your work okay and if if that's not what you're doing and that's not where you hang out and that's not the let's say that you don't have the ability to to have that kind of relationship with your clients and the people that you're serving at work that's okay make sure that you have them outside of work though otherwise work will just be work and there'll be no uh, happiness coming from work um, and joy can't come from work in that regard if that's the kind of of work you have where the people that you're serving uh, whether it's for a big company or whatever and you don't have the interactions that you need to and I guess let's get back here and if you don't get those interactions that you need at work to build the relationships that need, that that you need in order to find joy that give and take and that trust and that uh, ability to be safe with someone, then joy's not going to be sticking around for very long. And it's going to be very hard to find um, really high levels of happiness, and it's gonna be very easy to get down. Now, some of the ways that we can uh, make ourselves happier, so it takes first the foundation of joy is these relationships, so this give and take love. That's where joy comes from. And then happiness comes from making sure that we're doing things that bring us, that make us happy. And some of that where we've gotten away from it is this idea that if I have a goal and I work towards a goal and I, you know, I have some checklist that somehow or another, when I get to this, this goal, then I'll be happy or then I will find joy. And that's why people get so disappointed when that doesn't happen when they get there. Well, that comes down to making sure that we do much like we are doing with our, our little nephew, making sure that we uh, either have people around us that have adjusted to this idea and are willing to reward our effort and notice our effort and give us kudos for our effort. Or if they're not willing to do that, that's when we need to make sure that we're doing it for ourselves. So every little bit of effort becomes something that we notice that we recognize 
and that we tie it to something that's going on, a goal or whatever, but that we make sure that we are taking um, and, and providing for ourselves this dopamine hit, this little piece of happiness, because we are getting credit for making an effort, like when we were little. I'm just so tired of a society that is so focused on goals and results um, because it's making us miserable. And it is, life is so much fun and so great because we do so much every single day, every little, we, the effort that we put forth every sh single day should be celebrated. And it doesn't matter if we fail. We've succeeded because we put forth the effort. I'm, t I'm, I'm even tired of hearing about, you know, your, you know, failures is where you grow from. Yeah, that's true. Um, but if we are doing a, a really good job of making sure we're paying attention to the effort that we're putting in, when the failure occurs, we will have rewarded ourselves all the way along where that failure should seem like big deal. It didn't work out because we're in a much better place than going along, not, not, you know, not worried about going along and not giving ourselves any sort of credit for the effort. And then it fails. And we have this sort of a, where we fall down and we have to pick ourselves back up and feel better about ourselves and somehow another, you know, have a new goal. And then we put hope in this new goal and that hope and this dream and all that gives us enough motivation for us to start climbing up and going. That's just a, that's just a crappy cycle. That's a horrible way to live. Failures are going to happen. But if we're celebrating the effort and the victories that take us all the way up to when the failure occurs, the failure is like a second thought. It doesn't matter. We've already got our reward for putting in the effort to try to reach this goal. And if we don't reach it or if it doesn't work out, big deal. Because tomorrow I'm going to reward myself all day long for all the effort I put in and it will be a good day. I am not going to allow some sort of failure, some sort of falling on my face to get me down anymore. I'm going to wake up the next morning and I'm going to start giving myself credit for getting up. I'm going to give myself credit for um, looking at my to-do list. I'm going to give myself credit for a whole bunch of stuff where I'm making effort. When I get in the car, all of these things, we have to be more intentional, more present to what's going on and make sure that we give ourselves credit. So yes, it's good to say, hey, nice job on starting the car. Hey, nice job on keeping the speed limit for the last two minutes. Nice job on whatever it is. Nice job on, you know, I, I got up this morning and remembered, hey, it's been the weekend. Um, the office is probably going to be pretty hot because I turned the air conditioner up to 80, right? Well, I got up in the morning and went, oh, you know what? That's and I, I lowered the air conditioner remotely. So by the time I got in the office, it was a nice cool 72 degrees. Yeah, I gave myself huge kudos for that. That was brilliant. Good job. I mean, some mornings I come in, some Mondays I come in here and it's like, oh, geez, I got 30 minutes until it cools down and I'm sweating profusely. But those are the little victories that have to be celebrated. We have to get back to the way we were raised, to where we first learned everything that we learned on how to learn and how to be happy was when we were little, like this little Connor, he is so happy all the time, literally grinning all the time until you go put him in bed. All of us, we rush to bed because we can't wait to go to sleep and, and, and you know maybe forget our problems and get away from life. Where to him, life is a great big huge party. And it should be for us. Because we are still putting forth all the effort we ever have. We're just not getting credit for it. And I'm sick of the world doing that to us. So as entrepreneurs, I'm telling all of you that are in the sound of my voice, I don't care if you need an effort journal. I have an effort journal. And I had to start writing everything down in order to retrain myself. I highly recommend it. I'm actually working on one that I hope will, I'll be able to publish and just give it to you guys. That I've noticed that it gets better if you tie it to something. It's not just effort for whatever. But if you can tie that effort to something that you're trying to accomplish, then you get more bang for your buck when you notice effort. When we're kids, we don't get that. We don't really know what we're trying to accomplish. But when we're uh, adults, we have these 
things that we're trying to accomplish. And if we're giving ourselves credit for the effort as we're moving towards something, then we get more bang for our buck. So we'll talk about that some other time. But it's really a cool, it's a really a cool project. So that is it. Please go out and find joy and realize that joy isn't in what you're working on unless you're developing relationships where there's give and take and you feel safe with these people that you're working with. Then you can find joy in your work, in your vocation. And if those things aren't possible in what you do, then you're not going to find joy there. So quit looking and go out and get, make some relationships that can work that way. With your children, with your spouses, with your friends, with your parents, with your siblings, with friends, dear friends, make sure that you take the time to have those relationships in place because that's where joy, that's where joy's from. That's where joy's found. It's not in accomplishments, okay? It's in being loved and loving fully and being safe. That's joy, okay? Happiness is when we take care of ourselves and make sure that we are rewarding ourselves for all the little effort we do. And yes, we may go watch a movie and we may have all these little activities and things and happiness is a little more fleeting. It doesn't stick long-term like joy does. Joy is something that you can be literally happy when your life is falling in around you. Everything that the world tells you will make you happy. Money, fame, all of that stuff that you can dream of. And it's just stuff that Jim Carrey was talking about. That stuff will not bring you joy and that stuff will not bring you happiness. It will bring you momentarily um, some excitement. It will bring you, it will make you feel good about yourself maybe, right? A, a, a brand new fancy car, some new shoes, all of that kind of stuff. It will give you a little jolt of something. And I don't know if you can call that happiness necessarily, but even if you did, it's fleeting. It's not sticking around. Joy does. And if joy's going, I'm just telling you right now that if you have a lot of joy in your life and then you purchase a really fancy car, it's not going to seem that big of a deal because joy always is more important to us than happiness will be. Buying something, right? But if we buy something, yeah, we might get a little jolt of something, but it may, it's not going to be something that it's that important. If you get super pumped and jazz about buying something new, then you've got a joy problem. It shouldn't be that big of a deal. Um, and it's not going because I believe that the excitement comes from this idea that, okay, now I've got it, right? Now I've got it. This is my dream car. This is my dream vacation. This is my dream job. This is my dream, whatever it is. And then you realize a week or two later that it's just a car and it's just a job and it's just a pair of pants and it's just a set of golf clubs, which is a new set of golf clubs for me. That's about as good as it gets but they're just golf clubs. They bring me absolutely no happiness. Now being out playing golf with my daughter and my wife along, that's where it is. That's where the joy and the happiness come from. It's not from the golf clubs. I, I could go out and play with two by fours and if I'm with those people, I will be happy and I will be working on making joy a bigger part of my life on those relationships. It has nothing to do with the golf club nothing at all. And, and, and the sooner we get to that point, the easier life gets. Life is so easy right now where money and joy are completely separate items. Does money make life easier? You betcha. Absolutely. It's much easier to be able to pay your bills and get things done. And the anxieties and stuff in life definitely pop up, even if you're in a, a very joyful place, but they don't hang out very long. Um, when you're joyful, those types of things don't bother you as much. When, you're, when your life is happy and, and you are really enjoying who you are becoming and the journey that you're on and you're doing a very good job of making sure that you're rewarding yourself with the right effort, then um, the issues of this, the, the issues of what's going around with, with bills and, and college educations and kids and their issues and all that become less of a, a stumbling block. It's just something that's part of life and you get it for what it is. But the joy and the happiness and stuff is always growing because you've got your priorities in the right place. And that has been a lifesaver for me. And I wish I would have learned it. Oh, man, I wish I would have learned it so much earlier than I did. 
because uh, I wasted a lot of time. I don't want you to waste that time. Go out and find your, go out and find joy where it can be found and make sure that you're taking care of yourself and rewarding yourself for the effort that you're making because it's extraordinary. And if you don't notice it and you don't see it, then we need to make sure that we start doing that. And that is huge. So in our lives, buddy, you got anything else to say there? Babies, uh, we award all their effort when we're parents. And this, my wife's blonde. This, I just thought, I didn't know this emoji existed, but I thought it was awesome. Um, and then, yeah, this is how um, being with a baby makes you feel when you're 50, right? Because it's a lot of work. But um, nah, anyway, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, go out, take care of yourself. I hope you have a great week. Tomorrow we're going to talk a little bit more about how that's done specifically, and maybe I'll have some stuff to show you on that, on how, how, how you can do that, how you can make, take proper steps to make that happen in your life. Until then, Aaron Stewart saying entrepreneurs are the absolute game changers in the world today. We solve problems that others can't solve. We see things that others can't see. And hopefully when we solve those problems and we're changing the world, we're doing it from a place where we are finding great happiness and great joy because we know where to find those things. That will free us up to be more creative. That will free us up to be more interested, more passionate about those things that the world needs. And that's where we need to hang out. Till next time. I hope that you find it. I really do. Till next time, be good and do well. Thanks.